Hello. Hi. And welcome to another edition of Star World Explorers, where we're exploring the story world of the Modern Rosie. So Modern Rosie is a photography project by Chris Gian, in which he is taking pictures and portraits of influential women in his life and people that have been recommended to him in the same light as Rosie the Riveter and showing that, yes, women can do it too. Yes, and this is all about, you know, highlighting and showcasing ambitious women who are experts in their field and are very influential to both um, Chris Gian and also to every, and should be influential to everybody else watching or seeing these videos. Right, and for whatever reason, a lot of women have to feel as though they're fighting through to be experts in their fields. And as anybody who knows us knows, we have, our mother is a matriarch. She has been in charge for our family and the breadwinner for as far back as we can remember. So this story world really did hit home for us. And we got to explore different ways of how to kind of dismantle this system mm -hmm. of you know, you, you, like you have, if you're a woman, you can't be a, an expert or you're not treated the same as a man right. being an expert in that field or whatever field it might be. Um, so if you're watching this on YouTube, it's coming right up. Or if you want to listen to it, you can find it on all podcast platforms. Enjoy the show. <laughs> okay, well, great. Well, we are here with Chris Gian, and we're talking about his story world, his photography project, Modern Rosie. Chris, it's so great to have you on. We have to really give a big shout out to a good friend of ours, friend of the podcast, Marcel Krovschek, who introduced us and said that, hey, well, I got this guy named Chris. He's trying to do some stuff with this project that he has. And the first person I thought to send him to was you. And so we had a conversation, ended up going for an hour. Hopefully this podcast episode, we're going to have to probably put the brakes on it at yeah, some right, point exactly. talking about it because it's something that's pretty near and dear to our own hearts, right. um, having our own modern Rosie who we've lived with for our entire, or have known our entire lives. Um, so Chris, why don't you jump in? Tell us a little bit about Modern Rosie, about the project. Sure. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, it's an actually an honor to talk about it. Um, it's been something that's brewing for five years. It started in 2018. I went to a seminar with a photographer uh, who told me that I need to get uh, start doing more personal projects. I mean, when you're when you're self-employed, you often put your personal projects on the side, thinking you always have to make money. Mm -hmm. And this photographer, who is probably 10 years older than me, somewhere in there, he and he's got he's been doing amazing work for a long time. Always seems passionate about everything he does, and you can tell every about everything in his website that you know who he is. And he said mm -hmm. nobody knows who you are. They know that you can take a good picture, but without personal projects, you really don't know what you what you're about. And so I got super excited when I left this three-day seminar. I really, my mind was spinning like, wow, what can I do? And I did it. I wanted to, I started a pick, uh, project that I'd been thinking about, about uh, the 10 fathers, the 10 men in my life that have really helped groom me to be the dad that I am. But then this other one came along, and we'll get back to that later. This other, uh, this woman posted who owns a brewery in Forest Park. So I'm based out of Forest Park. I had a, uh, a uh, storefront for 10 years and uh, I saw a post that she made on Instagram. Simple thing, right? Like everybody sees it's, I think it might've even been a story. It might've been the beginning of story days. And I was like, you know, I didn't even know it was a story, but I was looking at it going and she had, all she had was wash like uh, two long rubber gloves. She's been, oh, she opened the brewery like a year or two before. And all she ever does is work. She had overalls on. And I didn't even see her face. Like her face was cut off like this. Like all you saw was 
like this, right? And, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and, and she's like working again, another Monday, you know, and immediately. And I, I don't even, I don't think I, there was any bandana on. I think it was just the overalls, bare shoulders, tank top. And I'm like, there's a Rosie. There's a, we should be talking modern Rosies. Right. And I, so immediately I get, I get home and I'm like, I got I got a texter. And so I, I message Facebook messenger cause she's all into that. And I said, do you want to do it? She's like, I'm in. And she hates having her picture taken. She's like, she's all subconscious. She's all, she's all self-conscious, not sub self-conscious about having her picture taken. But then she was so into this idea. And I there said, okay, well look at Rosie, look at the original. And I want you to kind of interpret it yourself. Anyway, so we took I took her in her place. I mean, I'm like, we'll have her sit at the bar, sit on the bar. She really took it to the nines. She like thought like ripped, you know, overalls, but she really went with a full bandana. She went makeup like I haven't seen her in makeup and you may not want to put that in, but she, she put a lot more makeup on. She really went into the into the got into the character. Right, right, right. And she really did a great job. I took her in the back and we picked up a full keg. She threw it up on her shoulder like nothing. I'm just kidding. It was it was not full. And, <laughs> and we, no, and no, 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 no. For the character, it was yeah. full. It was full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Was full. So uh, half full. Let's just say that, right? She's, she's badass. So she uh, she throws it up on her shoulder, and there it is, right? Like, and then we took her on the street. I actually did a, several. We took out a wooden barrel and put it and stood her on the street, holding it way up over her head. So I've got several iterations, right? And I was also. Uh, I also had done a lot of photographs. I photographed a lot of people on the street because like we're, we're going places like it's kind of a metaphor of going places. So mm -hmm. I was trying to get every Rosie in the street doing, I, I was really pushing it a lot of levels in the first shoots, first several shoots. Right. So we get it done, but I, I didn't finish it for months for several months. I didn't finish that picture for several months. I, I was really thinking about what it is. And then I took a picture of Rosie, the author, uh, she's a friend of mine who does uh, YA novels. It's a woman who is also part of Rape Victim Advocates. She's a huge, she's hugely into that um, uh, organization. She's like on the board there. And I know she really has a big, strong heart for uh, the uh, the young women of the world. And I thought, what a, what a beautiful person she is. And then I... I captured Ro uh, Connie Brown, who owns Brown Cow Ice Cream. So the last woman's name is Krista Desir. I'm sorry, I, I totally blew that. The, uh, Rosie, the author, is Krista Desir. She's a novelist. I've seen her books in as far as Portland. She's been, I've seen her books there. So she's she's published. She yeah. she really knows her stuff. But now I think she just concentrates on publishing. But she does care about the plight of young women, and that really meant a lot to me. So anyway, um, then I did Connie Brown who's an ice cream shop owner in Forest Park and Connie Brown ice cream, uh, Brown Cow ice cream. Connie is more than just an ice cream person, uh, an ice cream shop owner. She connects all of the communities around here. Everybody loves going to Brown Cow. Kids go there. All the high schoolers go to Brown Cow. And that's, uh, you know, not just high schoolers, middle schoolers go to Brown Cow. They walk to Brown Cow. And they've all grown up going to Brown Cow. It's a community place, right? Yeah. So Connie is just this amazing force in Forest Park. Well, I think that I think what's what's a, a clarifying point too, just in case anybody's listening doesn't know who uh, who Rosie is, is Rosie the Riveter, which was a oh, yeah. part of the. <laughs> it's part of the um, 
the recruitment process of getting women into the works workplace during World War II when male uh, yeah, well, well, services were in low supply because they were across the, the Atlantic Ocean um, fighting Nazis and bad people. Um, and so I think that I think what, what, what we should really do and all those are great examples of these people, these women that that exhibit the same types of or essentially what that poster was meant to do. Right. Yeah. The people that the women out there that are, are going above and beyond. Um, right. that are making and forging their own path in uh, many different yeah. industries. And, you know, and empowering women right. and, and, and putting them in places of empowerment. Like when you're saying that I like to put them out on the street, it's like it's it's not just um, and, and it's not just like, oh, let's put it in the studio. It's like, no, these people are out there. They're working right. and they're powerful and it sh needs to be translated in the image like these people are there. And so. I think what what we kind of want to know more about is like why is this so important to you and right. why are you the perfect artist to capture these things right okay so thank you that's awesome and i should have introduced that 81 years ago or roughly 1942 was set up as a propaganda machine uh by the government to to recruit actually originally lower lower class women to go into the go into the workforce by 1943 they realized they didn't have enough so then they hired Norman Rockwell. I have these images for you, so that you know. They hired Norman Rockwell to uh, create one for the Saturday, Saturday Evening Post. That got a lot more middle-class women out to really make the workforce a bigger place. So that got the women out of the home from being homemakers right. and being more productive um, economically for the United States, right? And, and women felt empowered. And uh, when they came, when the men came back, the women were sent back home, but they already had this feeling of, we can do things outside the home. Mm. Right. So that's yeah. what I love about this, the character. And I didn't know that I loved the character this much until like, you know, two or three in, I'm like, man, I really, and I read more about it and I kept reading more about her. And, you know, there's a Rosie the Riveter Museum in San Francisco. So I'm like, man, how can I work with them? I, I really, so, going back to how you at your your question how do how did i get involved i mean how did how is it why is it important to me and like um so the first year i taken four of them and i was wondering why is is this important coming from a man i started wondering why should this story come from me i was feeling guilty that a woman probably should carry this story right mm -hmm. and, and, but women do like you see women they get the tattoo i've seen them all over the place you you can't yeah. You can look up that hashtag and there's women using that. They're all using it, right? Right. I grew up in, I, I was born into a family with four older sisters um, and a mother um, who had been stepped on kind of career-wise her entire existence. She was, she was a homemaker and all she wanted to do was be a homemaker. But because of what the men had done to her, she had to work. And she had to raise her children at the same time. She had to do both. And then I watched my sisters all struggle um, trying to get jobs. They wanted to, they wanted to get 45 words a minute as a typewriter on the typewriter. Mm -hmm. They took classes so that they could be the best typewriter, you know, typist mm -hmm. in their class. And hopefully their goals were hopefully one day to be the executive assistant to a president of a company. Right. Like mm -hmm. that was their dream was to 
to actually be the purveyor of the man's word. Mm, right? right. Yeah. But the men often stepped on them. Like my sisters couldn't, they would not, I love them dearly, but they had trouble spelling. They would both, they would, they would admit this, right? Like they would say, <laughs> I'm really not great at, so they wouldn't be able to be an executive assistant in the same way, but they were always trying to make the man's word around them better. I also yeah. have a sister who was the rebel who always said, um, who was always saying things like, why can't I do it? Mm. You know, why can't I do that job? Right? right. She'd work at the board of trade, which is like a big locker room. Right. She worked at, she worked down there all the time and she had a job uh, as a trade checker. She was one of the, I don't know if she's one of the first trade checkers. She was one of the only trade checkers as a female you know, on down there. Mm. And you know, this is seventies, eighties, Man, it's a big locker room and she was always like if there was a promotion in 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 line she would be like why why not me mm, why right. is my voice not not matter yeah so you know when my dad uh was no longer part of the picture and my mom had to work i just saw all the struggles mm. and i've always been, and i'm and i've been like like my sister why doesn't their voice matter yeah i was always questioning that too and why can't they do that? Like they can do more than they, but because they're like society kind of oppresses their words often, they can't, they don't, from the beginning they're they don't think that there's worth. They, mm -hmm. they lose some, some value in their, in who they are. And they don't feel like they can even try for a job that, you know, is traditionally men. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've just watched that evolution throughout my life. And I think that that's why it speaks to me more. And I think it's awesome that a guy is saying this story. I, now that I've gotten to this point, I'm five years in, I'm even stronger behind it as it, here I am a man saying this and I feel like I need to be uh, proud, more proud of these images and get them uh, out in front of people so that to prove that women have a voice, they are strong and economic drivers for, for the world around us. And they have a lot of autonomy those are all just that's where it is I, i'm super proud of it and i honestly for a long time was holding it really close to me mm -hmm. so that i you know because so i can make this something really special and then finally get it there and now i'm like no you know this i should get it out there and inspire people to think about and to be more proud of the women around them you know when i told right. you the story you were like my mom and you were so excited you know tell me a little bit about your mom again like i i just love hearing that story it's beautiful so yeah 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 I, I want to touch on something first we can talk about our yeah. mom and then <laughs> I, I i joked with uh chris that of course this will be the one podcast mom actually listens to oh yeah um right. she doesn't listen to any of our podcasts come on <laughs> um but um there was a, a a part that i wanted to touch on with a male a man telling this telling the story taking these pictures as in yourself um and how it's in how it's important that there's a man doing it because very often we don't or what what really needs for change right is for the patriarchal system to actually change and in order to do that you need you know quote unquote allies to to change that conversation have that conversation because i remember when we were on that hour-long call it was like of course it's going to be three guys <laughs> sitting on a zoom call talking about the way that we have to empower women more but right. that in itself is is exactly what needs to happen it needs to happen it needs to happen in conversations where it doesn't it doesn't come across as though we're being pressured by anybody there aren't like you know a gaggle of women in front of us right now going yeah. like you guys better talk about this and you better be on the support of this right, right? it's it's genuine it's coming from inside yeah. of like we need 
to 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 do this once again because our mother is a matriarch she's a rock star man so and and we know and we have all these people for anybody that's listening to this right now everybody has a rosie even if it's somebody that they once again like maybe they just go to the bar and they don't know but they have somebody in their lives that is that person that, yeah, and know. we have to champion and I those think people. That, I think that it's also important that people outside of the group that wants to be empowered has to help empower the group as mm-hmm. well. Um, and it's not about like, you know, you know, you were talking about how, and I was going to say this, but now I don't think that's necessarily true because you were saying something about how it was your sisters were trying to be the purveyors of the words of men. And now here you are taking these pictures. So in a way you're trying to help women's voices and I think that's true, but it's also like you were with your sisters. It seemed like that was their their the the highest achievement they could do was right. to help these men achieve their goals. When it's not that's not really what you're doing. You're now an equal to them, right. and you're well. Yes, you're putting these women up on these pedestals and taking these great pictures. It's because they kind of need a little bit of a lift um, to get out there. But you're not demeaning men. Right. You know, you're not saying that right. women are better than men, right. which is a, a weird, yeah, which is a weird kind of thing that now we have to kind of be like, we're your ally, but that doesn't mean that we're going to be like saying, well, our voices aren't important anymore. We're just saying your voices are equally as important as ours, and we can work together to make this a level playing field for everybody. Right. Which is honestly as an artist, as a business right. maker, as a true capitalist, something you really want. You want the ground to be as even as possible so that the best people in the position can do the job and get the jobs. It's not like, well, because you're a man, you can do this job better. Right. You know, it's, no, you're the best person for this job because you have the right, like, the brewmaster. Right, like, the brewmaster. Like, you know, because she can... You know, because that's what she's passionate for. Traditionally, I would imagine a man would like beer more, but not necessarily. That's not necessarily the case. And you're proving it by saying that here is this woman, master brewmaster, loves beer, and is actually really good at the job. Right. And you're just saying, hey, see, look it. There's not some kind of there's not a a job that you can't do as a woman. Just like there's not a job that a man can't do. Like if a man likes to be a florist, likes flowers. He could be a we florist, know a, you know what I mean? We know of a couple. So um, that's the thing that I think that is, it's important to get this out there is um, because, you know, we're trying to make everybody equal and we're and it just seems like at a historically women have been said they can't do certain things. But so regardless if you're a man or a, or a woman telling the story, well, traditionally it might make more sense for a woman to tell the story. It's not necessarily the only way it could get told. Well, I would argue that they are telling the story. Right. And now we're amplifying it right. through our own. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, well, and, and so, and that's why, that's why it's, it's really powerful. I hope that all made sense uh, because it is really coming from a very genuine place. Um, and that's why I think that, you know, when we, uh, we had that conversation, Chris, and that first hour that we spoke, um, it was like it was like oh, but actually no, it does make sense because we we do need to do this. Um, well, and I would I would I would differ only a little that like most of the women that are in these roles are way better, way better than the some of the guys that do these roles, right? They mm, I'm not saying that they're. It's just that they are they excel. Like these women yeah. are excelling in, in their environment. Mm. And it wouldn't matter if she was a man or a woman. It doesn't matter. She's just doing the job she's supposed to do. 
Yeah, and right, as exactly. well as she can. And sometimes that's better than guys, right? Yeah, right. That that brewmaster, she's not she's not the brewer. She's not the brewer. Just by just to just to clarify, she's not the brewer. Mm-hmm. She runs the business. Her husband does make the oh. beer. Oh, and, okay. So maybe you know, just something to think about. She she's but when she and her husband go to beer festivals, everybody talks to him. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. she's the one running running the business, right? And she she loves beer, but and she wants to promote the business. Yeah. But she does that way better. He has no interest in being that part of this of their, of their right. Business. Yeah, right. And so, in their in their dynamic, she's the expert on running the business. Yeah, right, right. right? He might be the brewmaster. She loves the beer. But people don't talk to her like they don't even talk to her about business when she's at beer festivals. Yeah, like, right. Oh, she, doesn't, she doesn't know what she's talking about. You know, it's ninety five percent men, at least ninety five percent men. I'm betting. So, anyway, just <laughs> right. to clarify that point, but I do I do think like these women, because of their voice and and their their travels to getting where they are. They have the challenges they have, and all the men that have, really, I mean, they could all t- tell you stories about men discounting their their voice right yeah Yeah. they are better in some in many ways because of the path that they've chosen that the path that they've lived right they've Mm. they have a voice that men don't have they have a thought process that men don't have so i would i would challenge that kind of idea of it's equal it's equal different and better in a different way right just men have men have a voice and it can be really powerful and and uh, they can be equal, but balance and build together in a different way. And that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. what needs to happen. A mindset right. needs to change that these women have a strong voice and we need to listen. So thanks, yeah, right. thanks for letting me clarify. I hope that. No, no. I think makes that makes sense. I think that, yeah, we that were, was, we were, that's we were crossing, right. we were crossing the T's and dot in the I's. Right, right, right. I think right. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so a, a very powerful, a very um, interesting um, world that could be had here and now we're starting to transition into like how do we get this in front of more people how can we start to inspire more men to come and look and, and find their modern rosies in their lives and champion their voices um, how can we start to change this cycle um, and once again like modern rosie isn't going to be the end all be all you're not going to end up changing the entire world in one fellow swoop but we need these little we need these projects these companies and these individual people to come together to start to turn the tide yeah. and roll the uh the stone up the hill um to actually make the changes um in the way that we just live life and how we are to each other um and so one of the things that we were talking about one of the my my biggest complaint when i went onto your website was i would look at the pictures and i wanted to learn more about the person and i'd click on the picture and then there was no information on them there was no way for me to find these people and then in turn experience their story if i was interested enough and we just keep on going back to the brewmaster because you know like i i could physically go i hope i don't end up having to go to the doctor um who's over your right right right? like i i mean it would be great but like i don't want to (laughs) right no (laughs) because probably probably not not a good thing's happening in my life if i do but um (laughs) But like, if I'm interested in, say, if I'm, you know, say I'm a, you know, whatever, a, 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 not me per se, but say a young woman is coming to your site 
and seeing and being inspired by these people and then wants to have their own conversations. And I'm sure yeah. a lot of these women would be interested in having those conversations and being empowering that and, yeah. and, and having those discussions and even suggesting like the, the power of a mentor is amazing. Yeah. So like, you know, so that was like the right. first thing. Oh, that's interesting. You got a mentor, kind of a mentor program too. Like yep. you could for women. Yeah. Right. Look at that. See, this the is modern the modern rosy mentor. This is the magic. This is the magic of store world explorers. <laughs> something says we say something strange and that's actually, I, I think that's a great idea. And that could yep. be something that you could expand on further down the line, especially. Right. And that's why what we were talking about, you know, Frank was saying the newsletter, I think I'm yeah, right. I was, I was, well, I was building up to that. So like essentially, right. Like how, how do we, how do we know and how, what's the best way to kind of push out this message? I mean, you already have nine going on 10 yeah. portraits done, correct? Yep. Right. And so we have all these amazing people and all these amazing stories that have their own, um, social outlets and they have their own, um, you know, either businesses or practices or, or something that they're putting stuff out. So how do we get more people to engage with this? And so one of the suggestions that we had when we were first talking, as we know with Transmedia for loyal listeners, is that we're trying to create um, content, right? This initial content that's easy, that's not yeah. super labor intensive. It's not something that you dread doing every day, mm -hmm, right. right? And you shouldn't do it every day. Um, you'd have it scheduled out a little bit more piecemeal. And so we were initially talking about doing like a once a month little newsletter of Modern Rosie that comes to your mailbox mm -hmm. that highlights somebody. Once again, you have a Reservoir 9, which is yeah. always nice to have a yeah, Reservoir right. of episodes, which is not something Jack and I have at the moment with Store World well, Explorers. we're doing it right now. Right. We're, right. We're building and that's why we, we've devised seasons so that we can just get a bunch done, slowly let them out, and be like, that's the end of the season. You might right. not see us for a couple of months. Right, right. <laughs> but this idea that, like, I kind of want you to uh, talk a little bit about, like, what the thought process was, because I know that you had been trying to write some stuff about each one and what this, these people meant to you. Mm -hmm. These aren't just random people that you're taking pictures of. These are people yep. that you know. These are people that are recommended to you. Yeah. Um, that that you have some personal connection with. So why right. don't go ahead and talk a little bit about like the challenges that you're kind of facing when it comes yep. to writing that thing and how then we can you know we can kind of we've yeah. already kind of come to the conclusion off screen. Sorry, folks, but of like how <laughs> we could potentially do this and so that it was. This is live. Simple, there. Simple, 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 or uh, simple enough so that we don't feel income. Like we don't feel like it's a problem. Like like or it, it can the be overwhelming. Is too great, overwhelming. There you go. That's yeah, it I'm can be. For. So, you know, it, so you know, I'm a photographer and I make a website that has pictures. That's <laughs> simply what I do, right? Like that's there's nothing. Uh, like when my first website had 15 pictures on it, and the only there was no extra tabs or anything. You just press. Somebody would go in and and you'd press on the one picture and it would go to the next one. I demanded that they have to go through all 15 before they could actually click and click around and see them again. I wanted to control the story. So like, I don't have video clicks. I don't, I don't think about making hyperlinks, right? I don't, my site is not built that way. So when you, when you said to me, I want to like find out more about these people, it was like a no brainer. I was like, I could have had a V8 moment where I was like, these should all have hyperlinks to each of these people's websites so they can yeah. be found. Somebody could email them. Like well, all you're talking about was like a whole, and now I'm like, now I'm trying to find the innards of my website and figure out how to do that. 
right without <laughs> changing it because when you when you do scroll over each image it tells who they are yeah right but it doesn't tell you how to get there and it does need to be more interactive like so yeah. you open that door it was like whoa but <laughs> but for the last few years i started writing pieces about each one and it was really easy to write the first you know thousand words but then when somebody would say you get it's got to be 600 and some words because you know instagram won't allow more than that and what mm -hmm. and then i was like oh my gosh no and then somebody was helping me edit down marcel uh, and his company helped help me edit down and it was great so now i'm at 600 words but then somebody's like you need a 200 word version i'm not a writer i yeah. like writing i'm a creative writer i can do it and i think the pieces that i've written are great mm -hmm. but it takes me a month or I mean, like if I dedicated a full month to it, I'd probably be done because I want it to be I want it to be great. I'm a storyteller. I want it to be it's really important to me and how they and uh, how it comes off. And I think it's they deserve that. I think they mm -hmm. deserve a level of professionalism, grammars, yeah. right? Like all of it. And while I can tell a creative story, I'm not a great writer. So mm. now I'm at a point where I would really like to have a copywriter write an original version have them help edit it and then us craft it together. That's yeah. really what I'd like it to be. And then that would be a good newsletter. I'm also liking the idea of doing a once, once every quarter podcast with one of them and yeah. really rolling this, rolling yeah. that out yeah, with them. Right. There's a lot of things that this can grow into. Right. So like since you and I talked, the whole transmedia idea just blowing my mind and really making me think on so many more levels because each of these Rosies have a massive network mm -hmm. that they that love them. I mean, that are really loyal followers, right? There, this can really take off in so many directions, and I have to, I have to let go of some of that control of making it so perfect. Mm -hmm. That's really hard on me. I really hate stories, the whole uh, like Instagram stories, and I don't, I really don't enjoy the Facebook story, any of that because it it goes away. Yeah, and. And what I say, when I say something, I want it to kind of stick. And I, <laughs> right. and I want to make sure what I'm saying sticks. So I'm really careful, but mm -hmm. just gotta be, you know, there's a, there's a middle ground. I gotta yeah. stop being so controlling. And this is opening my mind up to so many ways that this can grow. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah. You know, I don't need, I don't necessarily need to shoot or take a pictures of Rosie every quarter or every month. Like I would mm -hmm. love to do that. That'd be a great job, but just doing it whenever I can and getting yeah. more energy behind all of these stories that I already have built. Yeah. It'll grow. Like I just know. And, it now. And, and you know, it's, it's also about like the transmedia thing is like, do what you can do the best. And hopefully then you can start to find collaborators that can help you with the right. writing part. Um, because you know, there's a lot of power behind what you're trying to do. And so like, and I think one of the suggestions we we're going to make, because we always make suggestions, but you know, a podcast is definitely something like, and especially if it's not super committal and you could do, you already have at least nine guests that you could do. And if you're doing right. it once a quarter, that's like five years of content. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? So, right. so like, if you didn't do anything yeah, for the rest right, of five yeah, years, right, you still have five and what we were also talking to, we were talking to you is like, you have these first nine, you have these portraits and now you know, this is a, and if you're going to do the podcast, you could also do a documentary about these things, about these yeah. people. It could start as like a little movie and then it could go into more of an episodic documentary that highlights each one of these individuals in their one whole episode, you know? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, 
the 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 legs on this it's very tantalizing to get into but like we said you could get caught up in the weeds on the details when you have to start thinking of it more like and we've used this um analogy before but this is more like a sandbox you got to play right you know the sandcastle isn't going to look good the first time we do it you know the first podcast isn't going to be perfect it's going right. to keep changing it's going to get better and you're going to be like well well what if we did this your skills are going to get sharper in the areas that you're not uh, an expert in so right. like when you're right. talking about writing you're like i'm not an expert writer well because you haven't done it enough it's like right. how long did it take you to become an expert in taking pictures it takes a long time to develop those instincts and right. as we keep doing it you'll start to realize that you're going to be like oh at least i know some fundamentals about this particular this particular craft and i'm still going to be able to guide it to the way i want it but it's right. ultimately just like you said you're not telling the story they're telling the stories you're just helping them tell it that's yeah. exactly what you're going to be doing across all the mediums and all the different ideas that can spawn off of this project Right. It's, 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 I'm partnering with them to help mm -hmm. push their right. story. I'm actually getting out of my, I, I think that uh, one of the challenges that men face is to believe that a woman can be smarter and, and, and have a better idea than yours. Sure. Like, and I'm not afraid of that at, at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that, and I'm sorry, I'm getting back into the philosophy of it, but I, I've got to get out of my own way and, and, trust that it can grow and just allow it to grow and be humble about it and let them let their stories drive it all because yeah. it's super exciting to me to have their what they do be out there it's really important to me to have their message be the strength of everything right so yeah, yeah. I, I i may have gone on a tangent there but i just think no, that no. that idea i think a lot of guys really have a hard time believing or just uh, dealing with the fact that maybe women are better money makers than them. Like that's a right. that's an idea that in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and here we are in 2023. There are a lot of guys that don't like it. Yeah, they want right. to be yeah. the they want to be the guy that not only holds the door but picks up the bill. Yeah, right. Like there, there's a and there's a lot of problem with that mindset, and it's okay. Like it's okay to say you know I don't have. Uh, you know, I can't do it right now. Like, or whatever. Like, it, yeah, it's a little segue, but it's just, it's something that yeah. I wanted to make sure that was captured in some capacity. So we'll, yeah, we'll talk course. about that. Yeah, yeah. of course. And, and I, I think there are three things that I wanted to bring up from the previous before we did a segue, but we'll follow the segue for a little bit. Um, it's one of those things that very, not ironically, but um, the similarities between our family and your family are there's some cohesion there because you're the photographer our father was a photographer but our mother made all the money and whenever we they'd go on vacation we go on vacation for the most part they used dad's money because we didn't need it we you know yeah. like mom was you yeah, know the provider doing, she was the provider she's still she's the she still is again, the provider the juggernaut the yeah. the my backup ammunition i call her my backup guns and honestly, what I'm noticing a lot now, too, is that how I describe my mother to people scares them of her. And I'm like, she is the nicest person. Like, yeah, why right. are you assuming she's going to come in here and just flamethrower things? Yeah, and right. I realize that when I talk about her, I build her up so yeah, right. high. She becomes more like Rambo than, right. <laughs> than our mom. Rambo. And, you know, but that's the thing, too, because if we would describe our father like that, I don't think anybody would be scared of him. 
because uh, you know right. maybe maybe right. because if you think about it like if a man is like oh yeah no he 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 knows all the no, finances yeah, he right. makes all the money he makes all the financial decisions you know right you know he's you know he's in there and, and you know you'd be like oh like a normal dad you know but if right. we were right. to talk about our dad who just recently passed away but yeah. but that's neither here nor there that's part of the reason why we took a hiatus from the podcast Correct. but it, the way we talked about it's like oh yeah my dad likes like i remember when i when i went to when i was in grammar school one of my friends said oh my dad wakes me up and he takes me to school right before you know you know before we get to you know and then he goes to work and then my mom makes me my lunch and i was like i was like what kind of weird ass family are you a part of <laughs> i was like i have to wake my dad up to take me to school and my dad makes me my lunch my right. mom works like right, 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 what right, kind right. of weird lunacy world are you living in where that's where whatever you said was normal right. and i didn't realize until i was a sophomore in high school that i was a part of the weird family that had the mom right. work and the dad stay at home right so so that, that's another thing where it's like it's not like it didn't work it's not like it wasn't a functional no, was family working. yep you know what I mean? It's like my mom loves me. My dad cared for me. You know, just because my dad didn't provide for the family in the traditional way does not mean he wasn't there. The same right. way, it's not like I just like it's not like I have some attachment issue because my mom was working all the time. Right. You know, right. you know. Um, so it, it's it's one of those things where it's like you know, coming from you, it's like a lot of men don't understand that. But then you know, a lot of men probably also haven't experienced what. I mean, our family dynamic was right because I remember right. tell, telling telling to, to to people today it's still strange to them. It's like what? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I have three boys, and my wife is the main breadwinner, and I am creative, and I sometimes have great jobs that allow us to go to Puerto Rico, like we did that yeah. once, and, right? <laughs> so we we have very similar things, right? And yeah. I remember when my kids were young, I would say I would, and I was changing diapers all the time, and there were guys that I knew that never changed diapers. Yeah, you know, I, I have a friend who's my age that. He had four children and he was never in the, in the uh, room when the babies were born yeah. because that was his dad's way that his dad said, oh, you don't need to be in there. Stay right. outside and get, be prepared to hand over the cigar. Right. Right. And by the, by the fourth one, his wife was like, no, I don't want you in this room. Like, no, you're, you're not. I've done this three times already. I know what I'm doing. Right. right, right. But I was like, there was no way. I, and I'm not putting him down. It was just the way he, it was the yeah. way he, right. he and his wife worked. Right. Yeah. But I remember saying to many friends that more men today are changing diapers than ever before in the history of the world. And this was mm -hmm. like 2000, yeah. you know, 2000, 2001, 2003, when my third one was born. I'm like, yeah, I could do that with one hand and, you know, be doing something else on the other in my other. I could be like, right. there's so many things that I learned how to do. And it was just this was just our dynamic. And, my, you know, mm -hmm. it. Right. So anyway, th there's one other thing that's really interesting about my portraits that I and that's really important to me. Some, uh, like in 2019, I did a portrait of a uh, forensic doctor. She, or if I, forensic psychologist, she she testified for judges or for lawyers for on cases, right? Yeah. And uh, her PR person was a woman in her, I think 50s, and told her that, uh, when I told her to stand and, and cross her arms like this, you know, for the, for the portrait. And neither of these two up here have that. But she uh, she stood like this, and, and she's like, my PR person said I should never do this. And I said, what are you talking about? Because I do it all the time with women. And she goes, yeah, the, my PR person said that we should never do that because w you look too intimidating as a woman. Yeah, right. And I'm like, you can be strong and welcoming and powerful as a woman 
all of that can be true, right? Yeah, that right. that meant and that and she ended up choosing only the portraits with her arms crossed with her arms crossed. It was so funny. She was like, <laughs> and she was smiling. You can be laughing. You know, like all of that can be true. With yeah, right, right, right. It was such a mentality shift. I'm like, your your PR person's nuts. Like I was so, <laughs> I said it to her right away. I'm like, you're out. She's a, she's. I didn't say she's whack, but I might have. So you might. <laughs> but I was like, no, she's. We're we're gonna do it. And then she yeah, chose right. both of those. And it's, but that's just the mentality of a world before, you mm -hmm. know, of, yeah, right. of yesteryear. I want to get. I want to get rid of that. Like you can be. Right. You can be powerful and welcoming. All of that can be true. In a portrait, yeah, right, right, and exactly, right. So, thank and, you for that. That's great. Yeah, I, of I just love to. I love this conversation because I could probably talk. We, like you said, yeah. we might have, we're gonna have to cut it off somehow. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, yeah. right. Um, so there were three points that I wanted to bring up that you that we you kind of touched on at at random um, a little bit earlier on that I think are really really important from a um, from a business standpoint because once once again whenever we're talking about people don't like to talk about this stuff and it's kind of ironic because i think that even in the work that i do for see chicago dance they're starting to realize um that you have to have a little bit of a capitalistic instinct in order to help people like you know like that's the system you got to work within the system um and then also the elevation of these women and then like jack like you know like this whole mentoring thing which might be way for, far down the line right that yeah. might be when michelle obama starts to come up and, and wants to be a part of this yeah, right? right but like it <laughs> well, might he got really excited no there. i know well we had mentioned michelle obama before <laughs> oh, one of our I, conversations I, yeah, too. I, yeah. I didn't have it's like one. if michelle no. obama wanted to do it like, i would be like yes the holy right. lights came on but you know like uh, that might be a little bit further down the line but there are three things. So number one, from a, from a business perspective for these individuals that you're taking pictures for, right? We talked about how they have their champions. And I know that you listened to um, the one podcast episode we did with Jeff Gomez where he was talking about these apostles, right? They have their apostles. They have people that talk about them unprompted, unpaid, and are just nuts about them. They're just like, you have to go in, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, you you know, like whatever. Like you have a, an ankle issue. You have to go talk to this doctor She's a modern Rosie, you know, and not necessarily yeah, that's right. what it is. And 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 I I just had a weird idea. I don't mean to cut you off, Frank, but, but you did I, well. But Brothers. I'm thinking about the mentor thing, like how we just were talking about how most men have a hard time understanding that a woman can have a strong voice. Oh, maybe it's only what for... if it is a like and not exclusively, right. but there could strong be a side. Voice where it's like women mentors for young men. For young men, yeah. Right, yeah. so that here all of a sudden, now they know that this is a voice that is, first of all, in charge, mm -hmm. has is, is an expert, and you are gonna be taking either criticism, you're gonna be taking advice from them, you're right. gonna be learning from them, right. and yep. you don't have to be intimidated when you're ever in this position, when you have a right. woman boss, or right. it's like, I'm not gonna listen to her because it's a woman, you know? Right, like right, that yeah. sounds like such an old man. Did, well, you did but, an old man voice too. But I think that that is like, that sounds a little like counterintuitive, but it, just based on right. what we were talking about, it seems like that's a, a very strong and necessary thing that needs to happen. If, of course. Because, because if you know, if you think about it, like a, a woman learning from a woman mentor, that's powerful. Right. But a man learning from, like for me with screenwriting, my mentor or my first mentor was a woman, and I had no problem taking advice from her, I, taking anything she was saying because I knew it. She was smart, and she was in 
it, like in charge and she knew her craft very well. And yeah. but you know what? That's because of my experience with a strong, powerful woman in my own family. Right. And you know, maybe if things had worked out a little differently, I would be like, "What does this woman know about screenwriting? It's creative. Right. It's for men." You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> know. Uh, it's John Draper. It's it's back to madness. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. We're, right. we're moving so far past that, and it's mm-hmm. so nice. Like it's like we've come a long way. And mm-hmm. I, 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 and we'll get. We'll, let me just say this, Frank, because I'm thinking it. Yeah. Is that I think that the Mar- uh, women of America are the strongest women in the world. Like if you just you know just purely watch soccer. And, and yeah. women's basketball. There's nobody even close. I'm not saying that Rosie did that, but what I'm saying is that, like my my kids all played soccer with girls up until eighth grade, mm-hmm. at in on the field together. Yeah. And these women are not afraid to go into high, into college playing against any women. Like these yeah. these girls that they played with, that kind of that kind of mentality. My boys were awesome with those girls. Like in those girls. My, my son got tackled by a girl as hard as he's ever been tackled on the football field. I'm like, he still is like, wow, that was a hit. Right. <laughs> but these, I think women in America are, are the strongest women in the world. And I'm, I didn't say that. And I think that Rosie is, has a, has a piece of that, mm-hmm. which is why yeah. I get really excited about this. So anyway, right. uh, I just wanted to make sure that point was made. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Of course. Um, and so essentially what I was saying is very much in line with all this stuff, but to to be able to elevate people, like when we're talking about marketing for anybody, right? The best thing that you can get is a recommendation from a friend, right? That makes a decision so much easier. Um, and so what essentially what this platform is, these pictures, an eventual newsletter, a bio, something that you could subscribe to and get once a month and be like, you know what? I'm in the need of X, Y, or Z, or like I could really use uh, to reach out to this person because they're an expert uh, in this particular field. And that helps right. elevate the um, their own marketability and their own prestige, if you will. Um, right. And it's another outlet and there's no shortage of outlets, right? And when we were talking about social media, uh, Chris, earlier and how, you know, like people, you post something up and it gets like 25 likes and you're like but i posted up a picture of a baby cat and i got like three thousand likes like what like nobody cares about this and it's not necessarily necessarily that nobody cares it's just it's not reaching the people that do and i think that when in a newsletter you might get like say you have a thousand subscribers and a modern rosy newsletter gets 25 clicks on a link that goes to that person's website is a huge turn that's a huge return um rate on that and and it's in incredibly impactful for that Rosie because then that's 25 people that otherwise they may not have been attached to and those 25 people if you get one of those people to become a new apostle for that person somebody that advocates for them falls in love with what they do wants to help them in any which way that they can boom shakalaka lock and lock load and bear lock stock and barrel we got something you know and that's huge for them so there's that side of it on the other side with this I had three and I totally lost them. But that was my one that I was like, you know what? Like, it's important to bring up because um, because of how important it can be. It's not just it, it, it's 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 that's why this project is so amazing. It's not just about the social impact. It's not just about elevating um, the careers. It's not just trying to change um, a system that's been in place forever. 
it has all these different elements and they can help out in all these different ways. And right. it doesn't make a difference whether, and I got one of the points back, I'm going to go right into it now with this yeah. transmedia idea of perfection and being afraid to put stuff out there because we're not sure if it's perfect or it's not right. And I know that you're working through this. This is just kind of in a general type of thing. We don't necessarily know that this newsletter is going to be a hit. Mm -hmm. Right. We right. don't. We no, don't, don't know if anybody is going to listen to this podcast. Right. We don't know if the podcast blows up what the next iteration of that could be. It could be more of like a talk show type thing. It could be its own little segment on WGN News where right. you're sitting there and as like a guest host anchor once a month or on Chicago Tonight, yeah. you could be talking about these modern roses. We don't That's know right. what that next step is. That's why Transmedia as a sandbox is so much fun to play in because you could literally build anything. All Each one of these individual women have their own stories that could potentially be in their own story worlds, but let's not go down that route because we'll just <laughs> lose our minds. But you have like, you don't know what it is. And yeah. the only way we can start to experiment and know what we actually have is when we start to put that stuff out there mm -hmm. and the last point is is the consistency of that is not to get too bogged down to try and, and you're not doing this and trust me jack and i have made this mistake we are not perfect trans media people by any means when we did the podcast at first we had a new episode every single week it literally killed us we made absolutely no money on it and it was the it was terrible. But now, because yeah. we were constantly trying to struggle for guests to get on, and, and you we get weren't bad really vetted, we weren't vetting them, and they yeah. were just talking, and we we're like, "Well, this is a bummer of an episode." So having having a little bit of content that you know how to do really well, or that you're working really hard on, and then distributing that when you have it. Yeah. I mean, trying to, trying to do it on a schedule just so people kind of like, "Hey, it's the end of the yeah. month." There's yeah. usually a Modern yeah. Rosie newsletter coming out. Yeah, um, right. that helps the anticipation. But just allowing yourself to really dive into a project and build that audience and know that it's going to take a while. It's not going to be, it could be instantaneous. I'm not yeah, going right. to say it can't be. But there's a good chance that the beginning of it's going to be a slog until you start to develop your own apostles that are like, this Chris Gian guy, yeah. this guy's doing something that nobody else is. And that we need to pay attention to this. And I'm going to start telling my friends about Modern Rosie, get them to subscribe right. to it because of the importance yeah. of it. I'm thinking because that. we had we had um um some uh the nonprofit fathering together yeah on that could be a good like because we like fathering together on this podcast yeah we right. recommend them a lot. um but I'm thinking that because fathering together is about fathers taking roles in the and father like actually specifically with their daughters with their that's, daughters that's the important that thing. could be a good way I mean. Maybe these fathers are going to be raising modern rosies. Oh. That's right. Um, no, they are. They don't even know that, it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. 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 That, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I think, and it's also kind of a role reversal because it's about like what you're saying, the fathers that have to change the diapers, know all the schedule, you know, get, get back, right. you know, actually be a part of the raising process was where, you know, it's traditionally, well, the man just has to go hunt and come back and then. And then, and then the knock children the woman are over the head with a club and say, "Okay, you love me." And let's, let's, <laughs> right, you know. So I think that that's a, tomorrow. Yeah, right. I think that's a good. That's a good. Well, it'd be an at interesting least, introduction, uh, right, or, or a potential partnership, collaboration, collaboration and of some sure. sort. But we can introduce you to Brian Anderson. That's mm -hmm. not a problem. That'd be great. Um, so this has been a great conversation. Mm -hmm. We are at fifty-seven minutes, if you can believe it, um, of talking about this. I think that we we've dove into. 
a lot of the importance of this. Yeah. Um, I love this idea. Uh, transmedia is often just um, like uh, categorized as entertainment and it doesn't have to be right. Even if it has entertainment aspects to it, like a podcast, which you would categorize as entertainment, it can also still have such a social impact core to it. Right. And that's what this really does. I mean, we're not sitting here trying to, I mean, it, you could do graphic novel. You could do anything. It's such, what's so fun about it, right? I just, I was like, you can't do graphic novel. I'm like, yes, you can. They're, the one over your right shoulder is like in a superhero pose. It could literally be a graphic novel. Well, Actually, both, I mean, of, both yeah, of them are right. in superhero pose. They both are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. They, they both are. Right. Mm -hmm. So they could do graphic novels of them. But anyways, but this has a social core to it. It has a social impact. It is going to, it's addressing a problem that we, all of us here and many, many, many people know about. Um, and is trying to solve it without boring lectures about why we should be doing something, but inviting people in through different types of avenues and getting them excited and learning yeah. and growing without even really knowing right. it. And, and know, that's also, the real impact. It's also like, and it's, it's not necessarily blaming someone for the problem Correct. either. It's about empowering people right. and it's, helping others be empowered. Which, identify, is, a, which right. is why I really think yeah. that the whole... I, I don't even know if there's anything out there like that. Women mentors for young boys. Cause that sounds like such a interesting idea to at right. least get them because that's how you get someone. If like, cause you know, that's just what it is. If like, Oh yeah, this is my mentor. She's a fucking rock star right. in her field. And I want to be, I want to learn from this person. Then all of a sudden you stop all of this like macho chauvinistic men, like, well, you know. Well, I mean, what really happens here too is that it's it's um, through um, conversation that a lot of those boogeyman type of things, those um, right. stereotypes disappear, and mm -hmm. you see this a lot with like if you talk to uh, people that are particularly racist against certain races or whatever. As soon as they sit down and talk to these guys, they're like, "Oh, you watch that show too?" Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, I fucking love that show," you know. And then they go like, "Oh, we're not so different, are we?" But if they never have those interactions, then right, then they, they just, the stereotypes get reinforced over and over and over. Again. And the rift gets very, very large until it's correct, right? And then something they it's, it's definitely more. a learned thing that happens. It's correct. Not yeah, I'm, a I'm interested. Thing. To, I'm really interested to hear, um, my male, uh, we changing that dynamic changing the way that it's thought about uh, about women is a long process it doesn't yeah, happen yes. overnight and right. i'm and i think i said this to you frank when we talked originally that somebody's going to label me as a feminist <laughs> mm -hmm. and i'm and i'm like i'm just actually i, I of course i'm in I, I love women and i i love to help build women up right like that's i don't think that that should be a, a feminist tr mindset that doesn't have Right. That should just be the way we are. Right. It doesn't, right. Right. We should all be building up women because women have, throughout history of mankind, have, all they've ever done is help build men up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. Why right. is it such a hard idea for us right. to, you know, help build women up? And why would you want to label that? Like, there's yep. nothing. There's mm -hmm. nothing. It's because feminism can sound like a, a an ugly word. And I said that to you. There's no. There's no word the opposite way towards men. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, a, that's vilified or looked at as they're the enemy, um, yeah, you know, right, like masculinism. Men, well, right. Just right. Work. Yeah, there isn't that word. Yeah. So what I want to do is combat the idea that, or, or just the thought process. Don't, don't, don't label me as something like that mm. because 
this is just what we should be doing. Like this, right, this right. is, we should be helping people that are great partners build up this world. That's just what it should mm -hmm. be. Right. So right. help build uh, young Rosies, let them have their own autonomy and their own level ground. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that idea. So. Right, great. Exactly. Well, I think that's a great wrap on, yeah, right. on the Here entire conversation. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for jumping on with us. I say this at the end of every podcast. Um, if you are, whatever you need from us resource wise, if we can help you out, make an introduction, talk about different types of content, how to get that stuff done. If you're starting your podcast, I'm like, I don't even know what kind of equipment I need, whatever. Feel free to reach out to us. We will help you make this into a reality. And then also, um, for being on the podcast, we require you to do a spot, a portrait of our mother for Modern Rosie, <laughs> yeah, right. who is a fantastic woman. And um, we also have another person out in L.A. that would be a good Oh, yeah, too. that's yeah. true, too, Kathy King. She, yeah, she, um, just, she just became the president of some international um, real estate yeah. development so um, club. Well, you can see but, you can see how easy this can grow. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, intrepid explorers. If you want to explore more story worlds, Frank? I think they're over on this side here. We have a lot of great content from season one of Story World Explorers for you to explore. If you want to learn more about transmedia and how to build your own story world, we have great episodes for that. Uh, thank you so much for watching all the way through to get to the end of this video. Um, we'll catch you next time.